Hey friends, we're back again with another episode of Dangerous uh, Dangerous Advice. I have my uh, wife with me, Bailey, and our dear friend, Kate. And so, as usual, we'll have faith, friendship, fads, and we'll go through stories from Reddit. And then at the end, uh, Bailey will have an Ask Reddit question for us. Now, today, uh, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to have two friendship posts, and then we're going to merge the faith and the fad section together after that. And so we'll, we'll cover all three areas, but we're going to do it a little bit differently today. But anyways, uh, Bailey, Kate, how are you? Doing good. Doing good, Kate. Doing great. How about that? Doing great. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, well, all right then. <laughs> One up. All right. We're going to go ahead and roll right into it. Kate, what do you have for us? Okay. So my story is titled Age Gap in a Relationship. And it goes, I, male, 23, have recently started talking to a girl, 20 female. I've known for a while. We have been going to the same relatively small church since I moved to this town about nine years ago. We both seem to have at least some interest in each other. We are both very active in our church, but is a nearly four age year age gap too much? I'll be turning 24 soon, and she just recently turned 20. And then the overall question is, is four years too big of an age gap <clears throat> in your early 20s? Excuse me. All right. What do y'all think of age gaps in relationships? The older you are, the less it matters. And I think that probably about once you get past 21, 22, it's really not that much of a deal anymore. Because you're, uh, you're, I think the big thing is, is like being in school from like college, high school ages, like it really matters then. But once you're out of college, you're working, you're doing your thing, that's kind of like the step towards the rest of your life anyway. So ages just kind of are not a thing to worry about at that point. So because I am such a great listener, what I hear you saying with age gaps don't matter is you like the 75-year-old old man getting with the 25 year old <laughs> female right is that did I, I with my great listening skills that's what you said right it's all legal it's okay all, okay <laughs> it's all legal okay yeah for me maybe maybe not that extent but i do agree with that uh, you just have to make sure things line up um you know let's say a 20 year old might uh, stereotypically be in college and might not have as many bills or some things and then a 24 year old might be out on his or her own and so i could see small maturity differences even there but overall i'd have to agree uh in general at that age that gap isn't a huge deal to me yeah now if she was like 15 and he was 19 you know then it'd be like well yeah predator yeah a little I think bit once once the youngest person in the gap is at least above 18 then then you're you know you're okay and plus like it's it says they've been in the same small church for nine years together so you know they, they know each other pretty well I think, yeah, I think where he's coming from, or he, she, I'm not sure who it is that's posting it, is more concerned 
about that they knew each other when they were younger. And that's kind of like the first impressions that they have is them being younger. Uh So then that kind of makes it a little awkward going into dating, being like, we were in middle school together. I remember, yeah. Five years Mm -hmm. old, nine years old, kind of that. Yeah, I I get that. I think um, also it could be the case of, if you have to ask the question, maybe this is analyzing too much, like psychoanalyzing too much. Maybe if you have to ask the question and y'all have been together a little bit, y'all might not have the same interests or maybe y'all aren't going in the same exact direction and then you go and attribute it to an age gap versus just general compatibility mm-hmm. you know and you think oh it's because we're different ages versus well maybe if let's say the relationship's a little rocky at the moment maybe y'all just need to get on the same page with certain things and it has nothing to do with age but uh but yeah yeah maybe like finances or something like Maybe the older person would be more in a state to, you know, you know, get engaged or get a house in the future, and like then the person's kind of behind with finances and stuff like that. But that that would be the only other concern I would see. Yeah. yeah. All right, Bay. Uh, what do you got for us? Okay, so I'm coming at you with another "Am I the Trash?" today. Um, The title is, Am I the Trash for Not Wanting to Move Due to My Sister's Car Crash? Uh, It says, look, I'm 18. I have friends. I have a nice thing going with a girl. I'm genuinely happy most of the time. Well, recently, my 25-year-old sister, who lives out of state, got into a nasty car crash, which wasn't her fault, and got badly injured, though she's recovering. Well, there's the issue. My parents want to move to the town in the middle of nowhere that she lives in so they can help her with her everyday life, which obviously got a lot harder after the accident. I'm just going to take a time out real quick to just share that there is no punctuation in this. So if it sounds a little... Run-on-y. (laughs) Run-on-y. A a little rough. Don't blow me. Okay, I'm trying. All right, so... Go into the town in the middle of nowhere. Um, so he says, uh, which obviously got a lot harder after the accident and she struggles with basic things. We got into a fight and they claim I'm being extremely selfish because I don't want to drop my life and spend the next year living here and having to switch schools once again. And it says I was homeschooled for a couple years, but not anymore, and that's a different story. They keep saying they expected me to be more mature and whatever, and we've been fighting over this day after day. So am I the trash? All right, y'all, what do you think? So it's a tough one. Um, Overall consensus on the thread, though, was that no one is the trash here. That it's more of just an unfortunate situation and timing, which that is life. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that he, the parents are right on his part that he has a little bit, a little bit more maturing to do. Um, So, like... I'm seeing a lot of 
I wouldn't say selfishness necessarily, but he is kind of looking out for, this is a big year for him. If he's 18, it sounds like he's still in high school if he was homeschooled. Um, senior year, you kind of built this life with your friends. Like, this is anybody's big year. And, you know, like with COVID and everything, people really missed out on a lot of stuff. And that's going to take a toll on them because that's, that's a, a lot point. of stuff to, to miss out on. Um, so I totally see his perspective on not wanting to leave from that. Um, but high school is just a blip in your life. And I think now us being further out from high school, we can kind of say that a little bit easier. Like that's still kind of like the majority of our life right now that we know of is being in school. But at the same time, like there's so much more to it than that. And your family means everything to you, you know? So maybe not to him. Maybe, (laughs) maybe not to him. It does sound like not to him. Um, But I think that's the maturity factor with it is kind of like well your sister almost died it sounds like and you're still kind of like eh I don't want to give up my life for anything yeah so yeah so why don't they just move the sister home that is one of the comments that would be the easiest solution exactly somebody was like why move three people when you could move one but I'm kind of thinking maybe she's in a state where she's homebound and like transportation would have to be like maybe through an ambulance or something that it would be kind of hard to move her necessarily i don't know Hmm. just a quick question to clarify does it say how long they'd have to stay once they move to the middle of nowhere no i think like if if you're let's say gone for a couple months like i understand senior year that would be tough but that's not as bad as oh hey now we're in the middle of nowhere forever exciting and so i think uh, something that might help with the post is to clarify how long does the family plan to stay there yeah i thought he said like a year it kind of sounds like that um but that goes with like the extent of injuries like if she's having paralysis or something and can't walk i mean that that could take greatly half a year or more for her mm-hmm. to be able to get to a normal-ish yeah. life. No, that's true. Independently, I should say. Really, really bad injuries. I'm going to go against the grain here. And just due to his age being 18, if he was 16, I'd say, sorry, bud. I, I'm a military kid, and I had to move from a lot of places that I really didn't want to move from because I had my friend group, and I was close with a lot of people. And so if he was 16, I'd say, sorry, bud. That's that's life, and I hate that for you, but you got to do what you got to do. But with him being 18, if he can arrange staying with one of his friends... If he can arrange maybe working some or however that would work, I think being an adult legally at that point means that as cold as this is, uh, if he wanted to stay and he could find arrangements to stay, then you got to let him do it. Absolutely. That That was another comment. Someone was like, do you not have friends and family that would let you stay with them? But yeah. that is a big ask on somebody. It, it is. It is. And and so I, I think one thing is if he does that, goes that route and he stays, 
uh, he might have a tough time mending things with his sister. His sister's really struggling. He's like, hey, middle fingers all around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here. So I could see potential relationship problems down the road. But I think uh, this all or nothing approach from the sound of the post I don't think is necessary I think there are several middle ground options you could take that Mm -hmm. maybe in the moment because he's upset maybe he's not fully realizing yet if that makes sense yeah I think like I said the parents were saying that he was kind of being selfish and was immature about the situation it's true I mean it it kind of is I I just don't know also another thing Another thing is, like, how middle of nowhere is middle of nowhere in this situation? Because some people think, so I I grew up around Baltimore, D.C., and so middle of nowhere for some city people is a smaller city. Mm -hmm. So if you go from a large city to a smaller city, a a, a city dweller might say, oh, wow, this, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Whereas, let's say you're more out in the country, the middle of nowhere is way out somewhere in the country and so i wonder quite what he means by that so just lots of clarifying that could be done so did you think coleman was a middle of nowhere kind of place no i wouldn't say so because i know this gets into another topic you're not a fan of i really see coleman developing and so it's it's a decent sized uh you know, uh, okay, here's what I would say. I would say not the middle of nowhere, but I would have called Coleman a town. So in my mind, it would be more of a town than a city. I know yeah. it's called the city of Coleman, but especially in the future, with it being between Birmingham and Huntsville, I really see it getting kind yeah. of big. And, and I, I know I'm, I'm careful saying that. It hurts if it, you've it's lived already here. happening. Stop. There's that sports complex thing. Don't I, worry I know, about it. I know. We, we don't, in, in our Why is house. It's just plans. It's just plans. Economic development. Maybe we should economic develop the roads. Yeah, so, so bay, bay, one, it's it's growing up. It's what you know. It's a, it's a smaller city, and you like that. But also traffic, infrastructure, schools, those strange northerners that come south, and they're the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting some looks right now. <laughs> Anyways, but, uh, but yeah, so, so going back to middle of nowhere, I don't know quite what he means by that. But speaking of which, you were bringing up the fact that he could find some arrangements to stay with somebody. Yeah. Should we give a shout out to the guest family for you being that person? Yes, we can give a shout out to the guest family. Uh, guest family, I won't mention your first names, but uh, you know, y'all were really kind and helped me to move down here in the first place. So anyways, that's a quick shout out to y'all. He was that person. I was that person, that strange Yankee northerner that, uh, <laughs> that came on down. Someone took and- him in. And now I'm uh, I'm becoming more and more country by the day. So, anyways, maybe not the way I talk, but some of the things I'm trying to get into. But we're anyways, getting there. We're getting there. I can I can draw out my my vowels more, and also when I sing, I, I I can put a twang on it much easier than I could years ago. Give us an old yeehaw. Oh no, not a not a yeehaw, but uh, I like <laughs> uh, you know I like a. Uh, Walker Hayes, that's that's my country hey. favorite country singer right now. So, anyways, all right, y'all. Uh, 
but uh, we'll we'll move on. So those were our friendship Reddit posts. Now we'll move on to our faith and fad section that I'm combining for this episode. So for our fad section, where we just talk about something going on in the culture, uh, there is a post on Reddit that talks about the Johnny Depp trial and how Amber Heard is appealing the results of that trial. And uh, from the post, it, this it sounds like this appeal is unlikely to be successful. And so as usual, I'm going to use this post to then ask a question that we'll talk about. My question for the three of us is... Why are we so fascinated with the lives of celebrities? Uh, What does that say about us? Why do we spend so many endless hours talking about it, brain space? Why does it interest us so much? That's a great question, Nate. I appreciate that, Kate. <laughs> that sounds Thank like you. such a suck-up thing to say. <laughs> well, we were just like, you know, making fun of where he was born and all that. So. All right, Kate is back on my, on my good side anyways. Oh, Caitlin's already up on the top ring, just, just ready to go. Yes, uh, yes, she, she is. She didn't even stop after the last episode. She just continued it. Just keeps on going. Oh, man. But I, it always has baffled me how people put so much stock into what famous people think. Mainly for me, it's like what they politically think. And why we think they're not like regular people like us just because they have more money or they are they look good on camera or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't know why. And I, I like to think about my personal self that maybe I don't do that. But my weak link is the Kardashians. For some <laughs> reason, the Kardashians just like... Why? I don't know. They just fascinate me. I just want to know. They just say the craziest stuff. And Joe's like, why are you watching the Kardashians again? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, you. Uh, for, for me, if I if I get into stuff like that, uh, maybe not particularly that show, but <laughs> in that direction, it's just they live a life that I figure I'll never be able to live. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this kind of... Uh, maybe this isn't for you but like this creeping stalking kind of ooh how do they live Mm -hmm. because I don't know and it's just a glimpse into their lives but okay Uh, I'll admit that um, I guess it was the beginning of the year maybe I think Uh, they had a series on Peacock for Paris Hilton Oh, I remember and this. I was addicted to it. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Do y'all or do y'all remember Paris's reality show? Yes. Um, where she went to the farm. And oh lived yeah, the simple life. Yes. Okay. I loved that stuff. Babe. But I'm I'm not like a like Real Housewives kind Mm-mm. of reality person. I just I I find it interesting like watching a person's life like. Like that series was about her and her fiance kind of thing getting married, so it was but very interesting. You can't make fun of Kate though for the Kardashians. I didn't make fun of Kate for the Kardashians. Uh, and if you then watch Paris Hilton, because I feel like it's the same level. Yeah, I feel like it's the same level. Uh, so one, there's that kind of this fascination with a life we're not able to live, but also uh, I think. We we want to live like that. Not maybe to that extreme, but we'd like to be well off. Mm-hmm. 
We'd like to be able to take nice vacations. We'd like to be able to really not worry medically if something goes wrong. You're you're okay. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Justin Bieber recently. I think he's going through something where part of his face is paralyzed. And and I know oh uh, as he, I think it's something that you can work on or it can get fixed, whatever it is. But uh, because of his fame and the money that he has. Uh, he's able to, I'm sure, medically not worry about anything. Whereas if we went through something really terribly medically, that bill would wreck us for quite a while. Mm -hmm. That just takes us down a whole... American healthcare, healthcare oh no, let's rabbit not, hole that let's we not go probably there. shouldn't get on. But no. can I just say that the APTA has cut us again <laughs> <laughs> in the physical therapy realm? Oh, uh, I do believe it's Medicare specifically, so that we're looking at you with this inflation and giving us a four percent cut in our reimbursements. But that's all I'm going to say about it. Okay, thank you. The shots fired. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, and so, uh, there, there's a security and, and, uh, and a peace that sometimes can come from just being financially stable. So that's nice. Uh, and then also there's just the case, and this moves more in the faith direction of just, uh, idolatry, you know, it's good old coveting, wanting a life that you don't have. And so when you spend so much time on, you know, whether it's social media, comparing relationships, comparing houses, comparing opportunities, looks, whatever it might be, you miss all the incredible blessings that you do have. Mm -hmm. That you have, you know, uh, my guess is most of us have a, you know, decent spouse that tries to be a good spouse, you know. Uh, I don't know about Bailey. Her uh. spouse is pretty awful. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, most of us yeah, have a place to stay, which is a blessing. Cars that work 27% of the time. And, and uh, you know, I, I did a mathematical calculation in my head. And you miss all that because you, you're, you're trying to live someone else's life. And so we, we have to be careful that you can really miss all the blessings you have here. Mm-hmm. And even as inflation gets higher and higher, we still look at our standard of living here in America. And then you compare it to other parts of the country. And uh, sometimes I, I do feel shame how I complain, how I get stressed. Because, yes, you want to do well for yourself, but also take a moment to thank God for what you have. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's that's something that comes to mind as we're so fascinated with Johnny Depp and, and Amber Heard and, uh, you know, their lives. Uh, just things to, things to think about. So also to add into the story you're bringing in from Amber's appeal, um, so Johnny also appealed. Yes. And I'm just curious what you think about sitting through another trial again why did he appeal so so he also had to pay they said oh, two million okay, for, yeah, yeah. for him she had to pay what 15 million was yes. that 15 million he had to pay two million but they so. capped it i believe they did so it wasn't it. as much as 15 i don't believe i think there the trial was in virginia and virginia has certain laws on capping stuff like that i guess mm-hmm. anyways but but yeah, so that that's interesting, and uh, we forget that in general, 
you know, these are very rich people. So mm-hmm. if I had to pay a $2 million fine, I might say, uh, Lord Jesus, take me now. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, I, I'm yes. good. But uh, for Johnny Depp, paying $2 million is uh, he just go get another movie deal and he, he'll be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just kind of perspective there. Sell a house and you're fine kind of thing. Yeah, sell a house, you know, do an auction, uh, sell one of your memorabilia, whatever's. Uh, yeah, I'm sure... He, this is the thing that blows my mind. If he set up a GoFundMe, people would give, uh, people would give to him and Jesus. he probably could pay everything, even though he he's really rich. Mm-hmm. Amber's not as rich, and this trial may... Not as likable. Uh, that, yes. <laughs> she did this to herself. <laughs> y'all, y'all speak in facts. Um, uh-huh. what, what is it? All these languages and you chose to speak facts. But, um, yeah, and so there's... Uh, there's that as well. But anyways, that's uh, that's my take on the fads and faith section. So we'll go ahead and we'll finish up the episode with a... Oh. I'm going to go ahead and just give a Bailey Sarian saying. Okay. Get better role models. Get better role models. That, that's true. That's another thing. You know, we have the Kardashians, Paris Hilton, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. My guess is we know some really good people are in our own lives that we could spend more time trying to model and emulate and follow. So I like that. Yeah, and truly it's so difficult, but like working toward not comparing yourself to others mm-hmm. um, and just, you know, trying to live how, you know, role models did, but like also women in the Bible because it's like, it's so so much of a relief when you stop scrolling on TikTok or Instagram and you're seeing like this unattainable life because it's all edited and filtered and fake Mm -hmm. and you just realize what you got like you said earlier yep I think one of the biggest things is compare where you were five years ago ten years ago and you just want to see growth you know Mm -hmm. am I you know the the word I often use physically is am I healthier you want to spiritually uh do I you know love God more than I did five years ago uh, all those things uh, am I in a healthy place emotionally mentally all things that you know we try to work on as the as the years uh, fly by really but uh, anyways yeah we'll, we'll go ahead and roll into our final segment which is our ask reddit question uh, Bay, uh, what do you have for us I think if I remember correctly it was something along the lines of uh, things we believed as a child or something but go on it with that Okay, well, steal my thunder, why don't you? My goodness. Uh, All you, right. you are looking frantically. Let me officially ask the question. Oh, sorry. What did you falsely believe as a kid? And I'll go ahead and start off, which I do believe most of us had this, and I don't know why this was so popular of uh, a false belief. But mine was the pure fact that if you turned on the light inside the car at night, that it was illegal, that a policeman would pull you over, and that it impaired the driver from being able to see. I mean, I think it does impair the driver a little bit. A little bit. Uh, If they're looking in that direction in the back. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe If it's dark outside. Maybe like rear view mirror, can't see because of the light. Mm -hmm. I get that. But illegal. Is it as Mm. big of a deal as our, our parents, parents made, made it out believe. to be? No. Yeah. Someone's dad somewhere just said, nope. And, and then it, it just trickled on. down throughout America. Yep. And then, then it happened. Uh, yeah. Kate, you got anything? Um, immediately, I thought of um, eating a watermelon and then being told that if you eat the seeds and your watermelon will grow in your belly. 
Because yes. I was scared of that, and I was very, very careful not I to get said the that. I said that to him, and he did not know that one. I, yeah. I didn't. I, I think I, I knew that one. The one that uh, was for me was gum. If you swallow gum, uh, you know, either it'll stay in your body for seven years or <laughs> yes. something like. Specifically uh, seven. Yeah, I heard seven as well. Not real sure where that came from. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Same um, as it's the amazing. taste bud thing. Uh, for me, I think I don't know if mispronounced words count when your parents think it's Q and they just don't correct you. Uh, correct, correct you. you. Correct you. <laughs> See, there we go. <laughs> Talking about mispronouncing words. Uh, correct you. And they, uh, you know, for me, uh, library for library. Yeah. I was like, go to library. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is quite cute. Little yes. bit running around. Uh, library, <laughs> library. library. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I hope you two feel terrible because <laughs> I had. Now this is where the the what would happen is a, a soft violin would come on in the background and the what storm. About that big? <laughs> yeah, a storm cloud would go overhead. But uh, I had a speech impediment growing up, and so I hope you feel terrible about your life decisions. Did you have speech therapy? I did have speech therapy. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, Oh, goodness, way back in the day, uh, Miss Ruby, I remember her from a child. Uh, she she helped me. My thing I always say is I could not differentiate between ers, ers, and ors, ors. And I would just blur the two, or I'd always say, I think I'd all, everything was er. So fur, you know, whatever. Uh, it, that's just how it was. Instead but of four, fur? Four, yeah. Uh, well, now you live here where it does not matter. Yeah, yeah. here it does not matter. <laughs> but, uh, but where I came from, I just could not physically say it. I just didn't know how, because uh, when I was real little, I had a lot of fluid in my ears, and so I didn't hear things correctly. And then eventually, I, I just didn't hear words correctly, and then I started pronouncing them incorrectly. Eventually, I got that all fixed, but uh, but the damage had been done, and then I needed speech therapy. So uh, going back to the question, though, library, uh, bathing suit instead of bathing suit. I'd say bathing suit. Aww, I'm trying to think anything this else. This is really cute. Ah, oh, goodness, that's I hope, me. I hope that you can um, contact your speech therapist and be like, hey, I'm on the radio now. And I'm on the like, radio. Wouldn't that be a sweet moment? Really make her Miss day. Because I'm telling you, when you are a therapist, it is like just makes every year of school, every hard clinical, every hard test that you take so worthwhile when you see that one person come back and be like, hey, look what I can do now. And it That's is awesome. It's e- either amazing. that or she wouldn't remember him. Probably would never know who you are. She wouldn't remember me because I didn't have speech therapy forever. Uh, but uh, she uh, would appreciate still being reached out. So You'd I, I can surprised. look that up. You'd be surprised how you can remember some people. They're kind of like teachers. They teach for years and years and you can walk in a grocery store and they'll remember who you are oh yeah had, yeah you remember me I, oh, i'm sorry i think uh, even miss <laughs> brown no no uh senora mills oh miss mills. she was like you you. Hey, you. <laughs> Even if you don't remember a name, you can remember a face. Yeah. You know, for me, I was homeschooled, so I hope my mom remembers me. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, I come home and my mom is like, who are you? Get out of my house. I might start crying. Oh, no. But anyways, yeah. I'm trying to think. Anything else? Any other uh, things that we found out later were wrong? I can think of some uh, adult 
topics about how we believed maybe you know babies came to be if y'all had and an, <laughs> have anything pg uh, origins of, of children i think um some of your habits like taking care of the house that you kind of pick up from your parents mm-hmm. like how they do things and that was one thing that i saw i'm sure you and joe have like different ways of doing some, oh yeah some things that that was um a great gift to yes. be so set in your ways of doing something. Oh, yes. And it'd be like, well, that's not always the same way to do it. Yeah, there are other alternative ways. And so, yeah, that's, I think, one of the great joys of marriage mm-hmm. is finding out all the different ways there are to do certain activities that you thought there was only one way of doing. Okay, Joe's going to kill me for saying this, oh, but no? he said the funniest thing the other day about the ice maker in the fridge and I don't know okay he may just not have known or maybe he never thought about it but the ice maker was off uh-huh. like the little lever was up mm-hmm. right and, yeah. and he was like we're out of ice and I was like oh yeah I turned it back on this morning he goes oh that's how that works <gasps> no and I was like no. I was like what did you think I went out and bought like a five pound bag of ice and refilled it every week it just put it in Every week, you just do that. It's going to kill me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just immediately was like, I just never thought about it. I it's never thought there. about how the ice was there. I said, well, the water just sits on top of the thing, and it freezes, and then it gets pushed off, and there's your ice. There's your ice. Bless his little Maybe heart. it's like the, the loaves and, and fishies in the Bible. They just, the oh, ice would just appear. Comes up. Yeah. Well, cool. let me tell one embarrassing thing about me. Maybe that'll that'll even it even out. Okay. Field. When I was a kid, I had a family member, an older one, that would tell me um, that I was growing too fast that she was going to put a brick on my head <laughs> to keep me from growing. And I truly, like, next time I saw her, I was like, where's the brick? Like, she's going <laughs> to put a brick on my head and I'm not going to get any taller. Stop this madness. Or that coffee stunts your growth. Did y'all ever hear that? No. Yeah. They used to tell me that all the time as a kid because I wanted to drink so much coffee all the time, and they said it would, it would stunt my growth. So huh. that was a lie. For me, when I was little, um, I you know try to hang off the monkey bars and try to get taller that way, oh, just yeah. stretch out. Uh, you know, like maybe I, you know it worked in my little brain, and and I, I thought you know maybe things were loosening up. You know, I, I don't know. Stretch your bones. Stretch yeah. your bones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, That's totally how that works. I, oh, definitely. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, for me. Here, here's another one for me. Uh, <clears throat> I thought, you know, as, as a kid, you scrape your knee all the time. You kind of cut yourself just playing and whatever. And I, I thought that your skin could only replace itself so many times. So there would come a time when, let's say, I, I fell, I scraped my knee or whatever, and the skin just wouldn't grow back because uh, my, mm. my skin had exhausted its ability to grow oh. back. And so I always was worried about that. But I, I just, I, I guess my, my skin still does things. So That's excited. an under, understandable thing to worry about. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all, y'all got anything else? No, I'm good over here. Good. We're all good, all good here. All good in the hood, my friend. All good in the hood. We are the whitest people ever, but, you know, we are good in the hood. So, um, (laughs) and so I think of Mr. Rogers, R.I.P. That we just got whiter. We just got whiter. Yeah. And then there's the SNL skit 
on that. But anyways, that that's another, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. A- anyways, we will, <laughs> we will wrap up this episode, uh, friends. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Bay and Kate, thanks for joining me. As always, thanks for having me. Always. All right. Well, uh, we'll keep coming out with more episodes as the weeks go by. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you later.